0: To the Phoenix Convention Center in Metro Phoenix. <clears throat> We're at America Fest, Turning Point USA. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie,
3: Carrie,
0: <laughs> Carrie, 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 All right, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Lake Carrie is in the house
4: is quite a welcome. Hello, everyone. Wow. Steve, you draw a crowd. Yeah, we
0: no, draw no, a no, crowd. No, no, no. I think Carrie Lake draws a crowd. We're just the humble servants here at the War Room. Okay. A big day today in Arizona. Tell us about it. Uh, Katie Hobbs, who is illegitimately trying to steal the governorship of Arizona, right? That's right. She walked into court today to ask for a motion to dismiss of this. Uh,
4: well, she didn't steal. because, you know, she has always been hiding in her basement. But uh, yes, her attorneys are trying to get our case, the most strong election cases country's ever seen dismissed. They don't want this evidence getting out there. And so today they asked the judge to dismiss it. The judge listened to both sides and we're hoping to get a ruling here. I, I hope by tonight, because tomorrow we are scheduled. If we get a ruling that we can move this forward, we're gonna be examining ballots tomorrow and our trial will begin Wednesday and Thursday, but we're just, we're crossing our fingers that the judge will give us a chance and give us this trial.
0: Explain to people what the process They're right now trying to shut it down and throw it out overall, not allow you to go in and check ballots, and then not allow you to go and make your case in round one in front of this judge. Can you just walk through the process? Well,
4: Maricopa County and, and Katie Hobbs as Secretary of State and as an individual, we're suing all of them and the Board of Supervisors. So all of their attorneys basically descended today and threw out any reason they could to get this case dropped. But we have overwhelming evidence. I know that your audience is aware of it. I mean, we have four. Four whistleblowers. We have evidence showing hundreds of thousands of ballots that have no chain of custody. 25,000 ballots that just miraculously appeared two days after the election. We have three whistleblowers talking about the signature verification on mail-in ballots and how terrible that system was. The fact that tens of thousands of ballots that they flagged with bad signatures somehow made their way into the official count and never uh, got cured. So there's So much evidence here. Uh, One of our cyber experts says there's no way this could have happened. This was not accidental. This was not coincidental. This had to happen with malicious intent behind it.
0: you, you've been studying this uh, a lot with us, but the, the, on the on the ballot uh, on the signature verification, it turns out that they used artificial intelligence to check this, not even humans, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons that this is illegitimate. They just can't make up and call audibles when you look at the process and procedures of the Arizona of Arizona process, correct?
4: One of the things that our attorney talked about today, they're trying to say that a human being checked every single ballot and every single signatures. You would need to be You would only get 24 seconds with each envelope, and you would need to be working nonstop 60 hours a day. And there's not 60 hours in a day. There are things that are just not humanly possible, and Maricopa County will try to gaslight us and tell us everything's fine. Their argument in court today, shockingly, with all of these things that went wrong, with lines of three and four hours, with 60 percent, nearly 60% of polling locations not functioning, with their equipment not working, the tabulator's not working, the print the ballot printer is not working they said in court today this is just normal stuff this happens in elections you know maybe it's normal stuff in Maricopa County unfortunately we've been forced to live with in in aptitude and incompetence running our elections but we're not gonna allow this to continue to happen and that was their excuse it's just normal par for the
0: course it was a Tom Liddy I think one of the lawyers said something was pretty offensive they said voter suppression didn't deal with voters in, in Maricopa County. It was something from like post-Civil War, right? Yeah. It's, it, the, the voter suppression, you couldn't say what you guys were talking about was classic voter suppression. It, he, my...
4: he looked back to a really dark era in, in our history when when um, men and women were being murdered, lynched, that, that kind of voter suppression. Right. And, and obviously those horrible chapters of our history. But this is also voter suppression. When you have people who are walking yes. away from line because they can't wait four hours when they get up there to vote and their ballot is rejected and they try to find another place to vote only to be told they can't vote there this is also voter suppression and he really tried to uh, I think do something really unfortunate today in court And I think the judge probably noticed it because anybody listening to that
0: would go really is that oh, it, we-? went, it went viral so that in other one, words that was one of the things that jumped out at everybody
4: I'll tell you what happened in Maricopa County. Had it happened in any Democrat-run city, they would be throwing a fit right now. And they should throw a fit if it happened in any Democrat city. It shouldn't happen anywhere. This is our sacred vote, and I won't stand by and let it be trampled. The people of Arizona showed up to vote on Election Day. They were discriminated against, they were disenfranchised, and their vote was trampled upon.
0: Your uh, argument here is twofold. It's bifurcated. It's one with the uh, three hundred thousand non-chain of custody ballots, yep. and then and then you've got the non signature verification that can't be checked or is checked inappropriately. Then you've got the voter suppression, right? Yeah. Do you think both of them today were equally weighed by the judge, any sense? Because they're both powerful. What I like about this is you're attacking it from two different angles. Yeah. One, all this illegitimate ballots, um, the ballot, and the really the ballot creation business, and the second part is really the the suppression.
4: Uh, well, and then we also have the uh, the Hobbs team threatening other counties yes. to, to certify this or go to jail. So we have a conflict of interest. Yes. We have them working with the government trying yes. to censor us online. There's so many aspects to this case. This is why I call it the best election case this country's ever seen. And so, but I do think that, that it resonated with the judge. I'm not trying to get into his mind, but I think it resonated with him when our attorneys said, look, there's not enough minutes in the day to actually verify these signatures the way Maricopa County is saying it went down. It's impossible.
0: It's impossible to do. So they had to use a procedure that is not not authorized by the procedures manual for for elections in Arizona.
4: I start to wonder if they even looked at the procedures manual for anything because they broke so many rules and laws in this election and they want us to just get over it. We're not going to get over having another election taken from us. And this this is truly the issue of our time. I said it last night on stage, Steve. This is the issue of our time. It, everything else. It doesn't matter if we don't have free and fair elections. If we don't choose the representatives, the people who represent us, and take our issues into our government, then we don't have a country. And and while it's not fun to have to be at this level and fighting you know, this battle, we don't have any choices right now. And everybody should be speaking about it. I wanna know where every elected official stands on it right now for the record. Before this case moves forward, I wanna know where every Republican stands on this election and if they believe it's the issue of our time. We can't be afraid to talk about our elections. Anything they are trying to stop us from talking about online, what are they censoring us on? COVID. They're censoring us when it comes to our elections. They're censoring us when it comes to Ukraine. What else are they censoring? Those are the issues we need to be talking about. Those are the red flags.
0: I want you to tell the audience here, the live audience. By the way, we want to thank everybody for showing up here at AFS. It's fantastic. Amazing. Huh? Wow. I told you we'd bring some big stars. Carrie Lake, right? <laughs> talk, what what people don't understand is so many people have come to Carrie and said, Hey, Carrie, you've got a bright future. Your future's unlimited. All the big donors, they've all come, the lobbyists, and said, Carrie, what you got to do, you got to back off this Arizona thing. You just yeah. got to let it go. You got to concede. You got to move on. Yeah. And, wh- and, and they've talked. Oh. Why, why should Carrie Lake continue to fight? Yeah. Because if you don't have a fair election, this doesn't mean anything. You've got to get the railhead of 2020 and 2022 in Arizona. And this was the railhead of all of it. You've got to get to the bottom of this or the rest doesn't matter.
4: You're right. I've had people. I've had 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 good Republicans say, just uh, concede and we'll we'll get it on another election. We'll help you. And I said, you know what? Where you've got me wrong is that I'm not interested in being in politics. for. I didn't get into this to become a politician, to keep moving my way through and be a politician for forever i got into it because i'm concerned about the direction arizona is going i care about my kids future and that's why i'm in it and i care so much that i'm not willing to have our election stolen anymore right we don't want stolen elections carrie
0: carrie 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 I've got to. I've got to ask, though, in that regard. After not lifting a finger and actually supporting the opposition, Doug Ducey, with a couple days left, sends a few more tractor trailers down to the down down to the border. When you're, by the way, so all the all the phony fake news media made it like this was ever, when Carrie Lake ran for governor in her race, it was what you said, the number one thing you were gonna do is when you took your hand off the Bible, is is de- declare an invasion of the state That's of right. Arizona and force Biden to deal with it, an yep. invasion. The second thing was gonna be the election, you were gonna put forward an eight part uh, yeah. a bill on election, but number one, number one, and this is why they had to take Carrie Lake out, oh, because Carrie okay. Lake, Challenge the heart of the system, which is the destruction of the sovereignty of our country. That's right. And that's why the de- the administrative state, the rhinos, the Republican big money in this state, and radical left, a Katie Hobbs. They put her in the basement, just like Joe Biden. They said, just go to the basement. Don't ever debate. We're gonna we're gonna deliver this, that's and we're right. gonna deliver it through the corrupt, incompetent uh, administration in Maricopa County, just like in 2020. That's
4: exactly right. If they, we had it. We had our our very own Joe Biden here. Her name is Katie Hobbs. She hid, she didn't debate, she didn't even care. They don't care about the issues or policy and they put forth deadbeat candidates because they're rigging the elections. They can do that. And then they insult our intelligence and try to make us think that people actually elected Joe Biden, actually elected Fetterman, actually elected Hobbs. We know what's going on and I'm the one who's standing up. I don't care what names they call me. They can call me an election denier, they are election fraudsters.
0: As as governor, what's going to happen on December 21st with the lifting of Title 42, what is Carrie Lake going to do in the first week of January as governor of this state?
4: Well, we're still going to do what we were planning on doing all along. We are going to declare an invasion, finish President Trump's wall. We're going to have to move some of those uh, barriers out of the way to do that.
0: Hold on. You're going to, but, have to move some of Deucey's barriers? Well, I'll
4: tell you this, Steve. I'm going to be honest. Barrier is better than no barrier But we're going to put a real wall up A real wall. And we have the right to do that As a state, Article 1, Section 10 In the U.S. Constitution And so we're going to take back control of our own border But at the same time We will have a special session called And we are going to get to the bottom of these elections We want secure elections, we want to vote on Election Day, we want paper ballots We want to get rid of these machines And they knew that that's what I wanted to do 100%, that's where they took you out And it's a complete uh, you
0: were the number one. You were it's the an number existential one existential
4: threat 100%. to their
0: corrupt, rotten system. They had to, ta- had to take you out the same way. The same way Biden took out Trump. Yep. Okay, uh, we're going to take a break here in a second. But the question I want to ask you on this side of it: um, a few minutes ago, did you hear where the uh, the sh- Moscow show trial in Washington D.C. the J. Six Committee sent criminal referrals on Donald J. Trump for a bunch of crimes that he committed? Do you think President Trump committed any crimes? Or go- no. does this make you more fervent in having his back? Yeah. Than- I don't think they realize what they've done in Washington, right? <laughs> they've made the Trump movement actually more powerful. They made it more... Folk- but President Trump, this is the stupidest thing they could have done. Well, he's all about we the people. And this is a movement of we the people.
4: And and he brought the people back into politics. And the establishment on both sides don't want that. They want us back asleep, going on with our lives like nothing's happening. And there's too many people awake. You can't put us back to sleep again. You,
0: you've seen this since this fiasco in Arizona. She has basically been not broad but people say just put just forget about this just go forward There'll be unlimited money unlimited positions you can do this you can do anything you want and what Kerry Lake has said is that the business of 2022 is not finished yep. and I'm not stopping until we expose the stolen election in Arizona by Katie Hobbs the Republican establishment and the deep state Okay, short commercial break. Will you stay with us one more? Yes, okay, right. of course. We're, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return to the war room cadre and posse here at AmFest. Let's give it up for AmFest. We'll be back in a moment. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bandon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandit to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency.
1: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Did I hear Governor Lake... Is this Governor Kerry Lake?
4: This is amazing. Thank you, everyone. I'm, I'm fighting for you because um, many of the people here, I'm sure, are from Maricopa County, and they showed up on election day to vote to only find out that their ballot was was treated with such disrespect. They were treated with disrespect and disenfranchised. And I had people say, step away from this, and I said, how do I walk away from the good people of Arizona? If I don't stand up and fight our botched, stolen, sham elections? They don't have
0: a chance. Who's no, 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 no. F- this is the thing. If if, if Kerry Lake is to quit, then it's over for the people, yeah. right? Because they just want to steamroll this and move on, right? The, the right. vested interest in the state. That's why you're going to fight, right?
4: A- absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Now, what's going on in Mojave County? We had other... other well, uh,
4: there's been there's several cases. We at one time heard about the Board of Supervisors there considering filing a lawsuit, yes. maybe against Maricopa County. So we're trying to get to the bottom. If that is still on the on the table, we have the Sonny Borelli case that yes. I think got dismissed, but it might have been because because... not everybody was served the papers. So I don't think those cases are over. There's a lot going on when it comes to elections in Arizona because even though the, the rest of the world's not hearing what's happening, they just think, oh, it was a bad midterm. No, we had a great midterm, we have a movement that is unstoppable, and the only way they can stop it is if they steal our elections. Think how sick that is. The movement of the people, the people standing up, taking back their government, and a few corrupt people saying, oh no, we'll just steal their elections in broad daylight. And that's what they did. It
0: was impossible for you to lose. You, lo- you won that election and you won that election big. There's yeah, no doubt about that. You could tell. You could tell the momentum. They had to steal this. Now, you've got a... You're, uh, can you believe it? Carrie Lake's in demand on Media Road today. You have a few <laughs> other... By the way, after our blockbuster speech yesterday, right? That, that was, crowd
4: was great. It was I'm incredible. telling you, um, you know, Turning Point does such important work. We have to reach our young people because what they're being taught in school is to hate our country. Turning Point is, is helping our young people. And When we reach our young, the young people are going to save this world. This is the generation, I said it last night, this is the generation that has to stay in the fight. This is where the fight is right now. And I don't think this young generation wants to say the world crumble on their watch. So I believe that some of these young turning point activists are going to continue to stay involved and we're going to start here in Arizona, Amen. free this state and then free the whole country.
0: By the way, everybody in this crowd is in this fight. How do they, what site do they go to? How are they follow you on social media? How do they become part of this?
4: We'll start by reading our 70 page lawsuit. It really reads like a true crime novel because it is a true crime. And you can find that on savearizonafund.com, F-U-N-D, savearizonafund.com, I'm not saying that because I'm begging for money, although if you do want to help pay for our attorneys, that would be great. You can make a donation there, but I really want you to read this lawsuit so you can see the depths that they went to to take our vote, our sacred vote, trample it, and steal an election. And if they're willing to do that, imagine the corrupt things they will do when they're in office. And we got to stop this now. I'm willing to stand up. I will not stop. And if this case is uh, is thrown out, we're going to keep going. We'll go to the appeals and we'll go to the Supreme Court if necessary.
0: Amen. Let's hear it for Carrie Lake, Governor Carrie Lake. Thank you so
5: much. Thanks. It's so great.
0: Carrie. 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 Can we get Harmeet over here? Harmeet Dillon is in the house! Wanna thank our stage manager, uh, Carolyn, yeah Carolyn, this is called a call camera. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn, can you get, oh here they go, right here. Okay, Harmeet is running for head of the RNC. How many votes here do we have for Ronnie McDaniel? Okay, why are you running for the RNC?
6: Well, I'm tired of losing, Steve, and that's why. Uh, Our country cannot afford the Republican National Committee to be in a constant loser mode catching up with the Democrats, unclear messaging, no plan to handle change voting laws, and generally a lack of enthusiasm at the same time. Consultants are running the building at the RNC. Those consultants get paid whether we win or whether we lose. That doesn't happen in my business. What about the businesses that all of you are in? Is that how it works there? So I think we need to change this broken system, and that needs somebody who's sort of an insider, sort of an outsider, and somebody wants to come in, clean house, get us back to winning, and then continue with my lawsuit. You,
0: you, you have an incredibly successful law practice. Why would you give that up? to go take over the RNC right now, which obviously needs a turnaround?
6: Well, I'm a member of the RNC. That gives me an inside path. It's actually very difficult for somebody who's not a member of the RNC to win the votes from other members of the RNC. That's number one. Number two, I can be the best lawyer in the world with the best laws in the world and the best facts in the world. And if I don't have judges who are listening to my cases, I will never win those lawsuits. For the next two years, because the RNC did not do the right job We are going to have the worst judges pushed down our throats and Mitch McConnell did not do his job to make sure that we had enough senators to block Biden's disastrous appointments. We are going to be in a terrible position for the you next. I mean, they two were years.
3: collaborationists.
0: they got I'm not saying
6: collaboration. There. I'm just saying there wasn't a will to do what was right for America, and we got to change that. So much as people are not so thrilled with the RNC, it has a powerful role to play if done correctly in protecting us, in defending us, and in advancing for liberty. And that's why we're doing this.
0: Let's talk about. Uh, let's introduce our two new guests. Uh, Once you you guys are actually committeemen?
6: These are two of my fellow of the Republican National Committee, and they yesterday announced, together with a third member from Hawaii, that all three of them are supporting me for chair of the Republican National Committee. Wow.
0: Wow, I thought Rana had an iron grip on all the votes.
6: Yeah, that's the fake news, as they like to say.
3: <laughs> fake news. Go
0: ahead, and introduce yourself and tell us why you why you are supporting uh,
3: Harmeet. Uh, I'm the newest member of the 168. My name is Fanshawn Blythe, and I'm from Nebraska. And like I said this morning, I've, I I compare this race to like the Cornhuskers of Nebraska. If you are a coach and you don't produce wins, then you're fired. I think we've had five since I've lived there. I love everything that Har stands for. Um, in Nebraska the grassroots is all about election integrity and getting rid of the machines that come from ESNS out of Omaha. So,
0: didn't you in, in Nebraska overthrow the establishment? Yes. You guys from you, the precinct strategy, right?
3: Yeah, uh, it was just a grassroots movement. You had two of my good friends on Monday and Tuesday after July 9th. I was one, I think you call this the Corn Husker Five. <laughs> I was one of the duly elected state delegates elected um, by Lancaster County, and the a committee decided to decredential us, which is unconstitutional, but yet our. Our Governor allowed it to happen.
0: the establishment would actually do something like that against they did. the grassroots. are you guys shocked
3: and they even hired off duty police officers. My friend Matt Ennis ran against Ben Sass, he was handcuffed right in front of me. I was told Fanchon, if you don 't leave, you are arrested next i said i 'm sixty one i 've never been arrested, but I will be back because I am getting credentialed in. Wow. Wow. No fear. I was a Charles Herbster supporter. Oh, you were? Yes. You are right. The whole that grassroots movement had, had, had a big support
0: of President Trump. What's your story? I
5: am Lori Hins. I am from North Dakota. I'm the National Committee woman from North Dakota. I've been on uh, the RNC for two years. I come from a very, very red state. Very, very um, strong Republican, super majorities in both houses. We have all of the members of uh, you know, the higher offices are all Republicans in our state. and Yet, two of our three RNC members signed on to Rana before anybody else even got into the race race. They got they already were on the letter too. I held my powder dry, kept it a little dry, waited till I saw who was getting into the race before I saw a rock star. She's a rock star, y'all! She's amazing. So I am so excited to actually be supporting this incredible woman who is a complete Fighter, and that's what we want. Now, I am a servant to my RNC constituents in North Dakota. Those North Dakota Republicans elected me to serve them, and I will do that in the best way I can. That means when they want somebody elected, that's who I'm going to vote for. They told me exactly who they wanted, and it's Harmeet Dillon.
0: Let me ask you, what what is the case, what does the RNC need? In in a couple of minutes, first and then you, what, what, what is the issue at the RNC, the central issue with the RNC?
5: The RNC needs to decentralize the bureaucracy of the consultant class. They need to look at the money carefully and be prudent with those funds in the future. And The RNC needs an overhaul, we need new blood.
0: And this is, by the way, this is what your constituents in North Dakota are telling you. That's what they're
5: saying. In our state, in North Dakota, they voted over 60 percent for term limits for both the governorship and the legislature this year. They are
3: screaming for new blood and new leadership. That's what we need is new leadership, just like we did in Nebraska. And I encourage all of you to do that in your own states. You do it by signing up delegates uh, to your own county. In Nebraska, the latest, I want to tell you, Steve, is my friend Russ Barger ran for legislature. He lost by a couple hundred votes, and he requested from the Republican Secretary of State, Bob Evnen, to do a hand recount. Um, and he was denied that hand recount. So then he sued the Secretary of State's office, we went into court last week, and within a few minutes of sitting there, you could tell from the Republican Attorney General's two lawyers that it was going to be a mistrial, thrown out I mean, on they a had technicality. No, they had no interest. No, no interest to listen to us, we the people. And I'm telling you, they better start, because we are cleaning house even more in Nebraska.
0: Amen. Get, yeah. may, it, it, succinctly, walk through your pitch to the people out there, because you've said something very powerful. This is not about the 168. You want these people to contact in their state right. their committee man and committee woman and the state party chairman and tell them what they think. So you're looking for okay. a vote of the whole nation.
6: Well, that's right. So let me tell you one thing. I spoke to a state party chair this morning and she said to me candidly, Harmeet, zero people of the thousands contacting the members of the RNC in our state are supporting the current leadership. Zero. 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 Most of them are supporting you, Harmeet, a few for Mike Lindell. Okay." Um, uh, and and we i'm going to vote for change as a result of that Another chair of the RNC said, I'm really angry at you, Harmeet, because thanks to you running, thousands of people have contacted me, and I'm really irritated. And I said, okay, I'll make sure that I tell people out there that you don't want to be contacted by your constituents. He was like, no, 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 don't do that. Um, So here's what you need to do. I I think they've heard from the thousands out there, but they haven't heard from the people who elect them. The people who elect them are not usually the rank and file citizens. They're the precinct man. They're the state party delegate. They're the county chair or whatever the unit is in your state. When those people start passing resolutions like they did in Arizona, like they did in Texas, like the standing vote in Tennessee, all three of those states had overwhelming state party leadership demands for change. That gets their attention because guess what? The one thing that a national committee man or committee woman doesn't want is to lose their seat. It's the cushiest job in politics for most people. They get all the perks. They get to have their photographs taken with politicians. They get swanned around to events. I, none of the three of us are here for that, yep. but some of them are. So if they're at, at risk of losing their positions, they will sit up and pay attention. And I think Charlie Kirk has put out a letter today about exactly that, the Mount Vernon project. Yes. And he's been talking about building a different organization to make that happen. So.
0: Have you reached out to her yet? Would you debate her? In fr- she wants to do it in front of the 168. Would you debate her anytime, any anyplace, and on any... Any venue?
6: I'd be happy to debate her, and she is afraid of debating me. I think that's very clear. Mike and I have had a wonderful conversation. I think we agree on almost everything except he's an outsider, he doesn't have the same chance as I do. Rana is afraid to debate except for in a closed environment. She was complaining on your show about how the fact that I went to college with you know people who can speak on television is somehow an advantage to me. That's silly. Um, I am very happy to stand up and tell what I would do differently. And I think she's have a hard time defending her record, quite frankly. Can I tell you real yeah, quick sure. about my
3: chair, Eric Underwood. In the beginning, he did give his support towards Rana. He's retracted that now. And we have our next SCC meeting the week before we go to Dana Point. And he put out an email. And he is going to listen to the SCC members, we the people, the Patriots. Yeah, that's another. Thing,
0: that's another thing I have. Why are you going to Dana Point? Why isn't it at Dana Point, which is one of the most expensive, you know, resorts? Hey, I'm excited. On the West. I'm
3: from Carlsbad. <laughs>
0: oh, that's I'm good. I going to see my sister, yeah. Susan. Easy, easy for you. Okay, how do yeah. people follow you, your campaign on yeah, social media? You
6: can follow me. On Twitter at, at @pnjaban, you can support my campaign and find out more about me at Dylan, com and join the movement. We can we can do this with all your support. Thank By the you. Way,
0: you got to follow you got to follow her meet on on uh, on uh, Twitter because it gets a little hot there. Right? Yeah, you, you get you're a little spicy.
6: I'm a little spicy. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Uh, right. social media, how do uh, people get to Fan you?
3: Fanshawn Ling, L-I-N-G, my maiden name Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E I'm also on Getter, Fanshawn Blythe and Twitter, I'm new to Twitter so <laughs> uh, I'm on I'm on Twitter as well Hins Laurie,
5: H-I-N-Z-L-O-R-I Hins like pins and needles okay. and also you can find me on Facebook as well, Lori Hins for N-D.
0: Let's hear it for this gang right here in Harmeet
6: Thank you, thank you Steve
0: Thank you Parmeet Dillon and the committee chairman. Let's go to let's go to Jane Zirkel, Calamity Jane, and our own Real America's voice, Ben Burkwong. What's
6: going on, Jane?
5: The War Room Posse is absolutely blowing the roof off the Phoenix Convention Center.
6: Karen. Can you guys tell me where you came from? I came Karen. from Surprise Arizona. It's I, okay, I
5: suppose down, down
6: the
5: road. <laughs> Miami. Big news on
6: Arizona. Canyon Lake at
5: California. New York. How excited are you to see Steve Bannon in the War Room?
7: Who, does anyone here want Ronna McDaniels as your next chair, RNC chair? No! Okay, let's do the, the straw poll. Harmeet Dillon. Okay, let's hear Mike Lindell. Uh, it's still pretty evenly split, Steve. It's still pretty evenly split.
0: How many for Ronna? R- Rana, let's hear Rana. 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 Rana, Rana, Rana. Zero. zero, Steve. Rana. We're still at zero. Okay. Harmeet. Harmeet. Okay. Mike Lindell. Mike hey! Lindell. How, how about a What's joint? Both? We're hearing
5: both. Oh, how about a joint ticket?
0: What's a joint oh. ticket? Mike Join Lindell ticket. And Harmeet. Join Fantastic. They're pumped, Steve. They are pumped. Um, okay, I want to. We, we come right back here. We got the one and only from Revolver News. That's, there's your bike. All right. Um, we're We're little. We're a little. We're, a little we're, we're transactional today. Awesome. Um, Darren, tell me about why is. Uh, does Darren Beatty have his pom poms up today when when his well, hold it when his hero Elon Musk was in Qatar begging for money. For Twitter, and also putting up a poll said, Should he run Twitter? What's happening? What's the latest?
2: Well, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I think he's doing a great job. Um, the Twitter situation is ever more interesting, but we've learned, as I spoke about on the panel, we've learned definitively with receipts that Twitter is operated as an intelligence operation. The key is there any f- doubt in your mind of that? That no. Twitter, you've
0: called it the Town Square, you said it was an Intel platform that's. that's that's what he bought for the longest time. Is there any doubt in your mind now that given the information that Matt Taibbi has put out, from the actual Twitter files, that this was a U.S.
2: government intelligence operation by the FBI, DHS, and the CIA. Zero doubt. And the only doubt I have is whether they're covering up even more egregious criminality in the Twitter files themselves. And so I'd love to talk to Matt Tybee and say, here, here's where you should actually be looking. Here's the crime scene. Because so far what we've done is we've gotten confirmation that yes, censorship is not a problem of the private industry. Censorship is a problem coming from the government, coming from the national security state, but of all the confirmation we've got on that, we don't have anything criminally actionable yet. I think there's a lot more there, and I hope they release it all. I say release it WikiLeaks style, and let the whole public have at it, and have the whole dark and dirty story, and lay it right at Christopher Ray's lap. Lay it right at Merrick Garland's lap. Have all of these scumbags—the general problem—but we need specific faces to attach to these problems. It's Merrick Garland. It's Christopher Ray. It's, you know, head of DHS. It's all of these people. They've all been complicit, and it's time for them to pay up.
0: Did, was there an active program in 2020 between the Hunter uh, Biden laptop and the suppression of all the information about Trump by? quite frankly, Trump's head of the FBI and his attorney general and DHS and
2: the people in DHS to take away his presidency and make sure he was not reelected? You know what? That's a great question. That's a running thread throughout a lot of Revolver News coverage is the national security state itself is the bottleneck to meaningful political progress. National security state is behind the censorship regime of big tech. The national security state behind Russiagate. The national security state is behind what we now refer to as the Fed-surrection of January 6th. And in many cases, it was the national security state that was nominally under Trump when he was president, but not factually under Trump. And so that's why I say, until we bring this national security state to heel, all of our politics will remain fake and performative. It's the number one issue we okay. need to focus is on. Is
0: now the national the security bill. state Natalie Winters merge with the biomedical security state. And you've seen this with Big Pharma. You saw with Fauci, the CDC, the FDA. Do we have the convergence of two of these? So now that we have an administrative state that literally runs the country?
8: is emanating out of the FBI, but it's also coming out of the DHS too, specifically CISA, which is under the purview of DHS. This is where a lot of the cybersecurity operations are coming out of. And what's so interesting is that they have 23 people on their advisory board. One of them is from Twitter. That's part of how they liaise with this social media network. But the other representatives on this board, really it's every major company. Johnson & Johnson, a COVID-19 vaccine maker, but even JP Morgan, MasterCard, Amazon Web services, people who represent the power grid. It really is full spectrum dominance, really head to toe, uh, the entire body politic that is America, every nook and cranny, every corner of this country, uh, the FBI, the DHS has kind of their censorship apparatus really up and active and in in it. And I think the biomedical security state is one of the best examples of it. You've seen it roll out very hardcore when it comes to COVID-19 and vaccines, censoring misinformation and disinformation about it online.
0: What do you mean? I want to explain to this audience until we get control of the national security state and the biomedical security state, all politics is performative. What 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 what, tell, what, what do you mean by that? Well,
2: I mean this is the chief bottleneck to progress. Everybody watching this has wondered we winning. Even when we win, why aren't we winning? Even when we get our people in when they don't actually steal the elections, why don't we you know when you th- get
0: Trump in as president, yeah. no. why does why, why is it constantly a war and it seems like nothing changes? You know he what? everything he did they're not just working against him, they focus on
2: removing him from office. And that's a great point. And election rigging is so much broader than the question of ballots and all of these things. Election rigging is manipulating the information environment, censoring, deplatforming sitting president of the United States. Election rigging is the intel community injecting itself in all different things, including January 6th. And so if we want to have a level playing field, we really need to address the bottleneck to this, which is the national security state itself. Otherwise, you know, we're going to get this situation where even if we put a politician in, I'd say the more egregious election rigging is you nominally win. You get your guy in office and they can't deliver on anything because they don't control the bureaucracy. That's election rigging, too. And that's arguably an even bigger problem. Think what President Trump's first term would have been of everything
0: he accomplished if he wasn't constantly at war with the FBI, DOJ, the entire deep state. If he was not at war with them constantly, he would have done five times as much. Right.
2: And so I might even say we've had two stolen elections. The first stolen election was 2016. Because we got our guy in there, but at every step of the way... the evil, cruel, corrupt, and frankly clownish. You don't understand how clownish a lot of these people are, ridiculous. Cognitive mediocrities, the whole gamut of it, but they operated in concert in order to cripple Every single thing that Trump was trying to do and that is election rigging. That's a stolen election. We have two stolen elections here, one in 2016 and one in 2020. And even though it's more subtle in the first case, it's arguably the more malicious one. And we need to get to the root of it, completely deroot it, and if we don't do that, all of our politics will continue to be fake. Okay,
0: we have two big breaking news items. One is on Capitol Hill about the criminal charges, referrals of President Trump. I want to get your thoughts on the fetch direction. But, correct me if I'm wrong, Ben Burkwam, did the Supreme Court just put a halt to title, to the lifting of Title 42?
7: Yeah, we just got breaking news that uh, Supreme Court Justice Roberts uh, put a halt on lifting Title 42 until Joe Biden came hey. up with a, a plan to fix the asylum process. So, uh, good news, but it also... It, it's relying on Joe Biden
0: to come up with their plan, which, again... But remember how fake it is. They've worked around Title 42. They've worked around Remain. Remember, a federal judge just said the other day, Remain in Mexico has to take in place. That's right. And Todd Bensman said they have so many workarounds, That's right. it's almost ineffective. Joe, the, Joe Biden is, has invited more illegal aliens to invade our country than any other
7: resident of the White House in American history. Uh, I don't think this is going to change anything, but uh, thank you for
0: Chief, Chief it, Justice Roberts for actually standing up and extending Title do, do you think... this stops this tidal wave of humanity that was going to start on the 21st of uh, December? Uh,
7: We're we're already seeing it. Uh, These people that were coming on on December 21st in two days were already on their way. It's not going to stop. What it's going
0: to do is going to create a a, a balloon that's going to explode on our border. That's what's happening right now. Ben Berkwam, thank you. Okay, I want to go back The Fed's direction right now. What what happened today? The the Moscow trial uh, J6 with uh, Cheney and everybody thrown out of Congress, Kinziger up there blubbering, they for the first time in American history sent criminal referrals to the Department of Justice
2: on a president of the United States. No, it's it's absolutely outrageous on so many different dimensions. Here we have, you know, the presumptive nominee, the front runner for a presidential election, and they're essentially holding the prospect of criminal charges over his head for purely political reasons. The whole January 6th committee itself. We've covered this very extensively. Everything from the fact people, a lot of people don't know, Benny uh, Thompson, the chair of this, is also the DHS guy in Congress. He's headed the Homeland Security Committee, basically, since time immemorial. He is DHS's guy, and he's the point person now for the whole January 6th scam. You have Liz Cheney, you have Kinsinger, you have all of these deeply corrupt, deeply objectionable people who have been the public faces of this Committee that has done everything but examine the questions that actually matter pertaining to January sixth.
0: And that would be the federal the federal bureaucracy's involvement in January 6th and the intelligence that Nancy Pelosi had available to her before January 6th?
2: A hundred percent. I mean you can run the gamut of it, but I would say the two smoking guns of January sixth, one is the question of Ray Epps that we've all heard about, and the other is the question of the pipe bomb. Which which no one seems to want to know what's going on with. We want no one wants to know who this January 6th pipe bomber is, including weirdly, the Democrats, because remember, this is allegedly the MAGA, the evil insurrectionist MAGA pipe bomber who planted an explosive device right outside of the national headquarters of the Democrats, and the Democrats have zero interest in uncovering who this is.
0: Uh, uh, we got a minute. About the clownish nature <laughs> of what you study every day and the bureaucracy. Is he right? Is a lot of it clownish?
8: Oh, totally. I was watching MSNBC today, watching their speech special coverage. They have amazing graphics. I think they've been preparing for this day for a very long time. But they said the quiet part, part out loud, they were interviewing Jamie Raskin, who looked a little rough. Um, and he said, this is about not letting Trump run. They were talking about the historical kind of- uh, He actually
0: paralysis. said that about yeah, the- Yeah, that, that
8: was the interview, that's not me paraphrasing. So they're so in your face, they've basically given up their careers for this. But it's not surprising, because I'm not sure how good their careers were to begin with.
0: Well, they know they can't beat Trump at the ballot box, right? If of you course. Have, to have a election you can't it's
8: election be rigging another I, form election. of
0: it. I love the fact that sixteen was rigged. Darren Beatty, how do people follow you at Revolver? How are they follow you on social media?
2: Revolver News at always as always, we've got a big thing coming up, actually interviewing Trump very soon. And we're gonna put that out there very soon. Revolver news and I'm on Twitter at Darren J Beatty. and the Pom Poms are still up. How did
0: you <laughs> vote on Elon Musk? Did he continue to, to to run Twitter or not?
2: Oh I was a big yes. <laughs> I voted many times. <laughs> many times
0: okay short commercial break we're going to return with the war room posse here at amfest in just a moment. in joe biden's america criminals are exalted and the police are condemned sad to say but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family thankfully There's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter I targetpro.com. That's I targetpro.com. Offer code Bannon B A N N O N. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. It's sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's I Target Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime. In the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N Okay, welcome back. We're here at AmFest with the uh, War Room Cadre and the Posse all right here. It's fabulous. We got Mike Lindell. This is a question I really wanna ask. Natalie Winters, what is your favorite MyPillow
1: product?
8: Okay, I actually have an answer to that. I love your blankets, but I just got a new puppy, so I want to get a dog bed.
1: <laughs> we, have a dog, we have doggy blankets too there now, you know, know that, okay, right? Well, that, that's my <laughs> answer. Bed. Not
8: the slippers <laughs> like Raheem. Is that
0: an emotional support dog?
8: Yes. <laughs> no, it's actually a. You a, only
0: needed it after you came to the war room as an executive editor. It's for, re- it's
8: for protection. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike, uh, we had Harmid here. Tell this audience, why do you want to be, with everything going on in my pillow, Everything you've got going on in your life and you're leading, you've put $40 million think of your own money into election integrity to turn this around. Why do you want to run? Why do you want to be head of the RNC?
1: Well, one of the things is if, if uh, it seems like nobody's going to fix it, and it needs to be fixed. You have when you pay forty cents to go get a dollar from the donors, that's a shame. I used to be a donor to the RNC. I give a, I give a hundred thousand. I know that only sixty thousand goes to the cause. And then you find the cause is that the playing field is broke. You need to fix the playing field. If you don't, if you don't get a different input, you're going to get the same old output. You can no longer be status quo. Because obviously, the Ronna McDaniel has got five F's in a row. If you're a if you're a CEO of a company, you're long gone. I'm telling you, this is disgusting. Do you think you're making any progress right now with
0: actually flipping votes and
1: having people come to your side? Oh, absolutely. I'm calling those 168. Everyone that I've called so far, I, I don't ask them straight out, "Are you voting for me?" They'll, they'll come. They'll come right out and say that. And uh, it's very encouraging. I'm treating every one of them like it's my only vote. And, if, you know, I'm giving each one of them the time. One guy said, don't bother and call me. I said I called <laughs> you. I called him first. <laughs> you know, not, not gonna, you know, if you convince that guy, you got them all, right? <laughs> and uh, so it, but it's really broken. And, they, and they, you know, they've lied to the people when they said they were in 2020. They were going to go all in for election crime and election integrity. And they kept the donors' money and did not do that. You know, Mike Lindell's put in all the money out here in
0: Arizona to help carry Lake, your, your, your organization organization. It's been Mike Lindell,
1: Mike Lindell. And that's going good. We're waiting for the judge right now, as we speak, to make a decision to move that forward. Remember, we need to pray for courage for these judges. They, uh, you know, how would you like to be the first judge? They have families. They're just—I believe a lot of them are afraid to be that judge that they, God put them here to be. They need to be a judge and quit kicking this all this evidence out for standing or um, standing or sanctioning. They sanctioned me and my lawyers. I go, what's that mean? That means you shouldn't have brought it up in the first place. We were going to find you. Well. Good for them, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're appealing every sanction, all the way to the Supreme Court. There's over 50 cases going on in this country right now to get our elections back the way they should be, and even better than they should be. Paper ballots, same-day voting, what a concept, right? Mike Lindell for RNC, let's hear it.
0: Ben, Jane, Jane Zirkel, take it away. We have people.
7: Country. I just want to real quick, where are you from and what was your most excited or the best part of the event?
8: And I'm from Northern California. My favorite part was James O'Keefe speaking for Project Veritas. All right.
4: I'm from Austin, Texas, and my favorite part was Candace Owens.
2: All right. I'm, I'm, I'm Matt Munson. I'm from Iowa. My favorite part was Sweet Daddy Walsh, SBG for Life.
4: Woo! My name is Bailey Fry, and I'm from Statesville, North Carolina. And my favorite part is meeting people who are have the same views as I do. And a shout out to your teacher that got Yes. Mrs. Houchins, this is
1: for you. Thank you for getting me to this and I have a surprise for you later on. And right. we got here in Miami? Yes, that's right. I have Kiki from Miami. And my favorite part is going to be when I get a selfie with Steve Bannon after.
3: Oh. Oh. You
5: know what all these states oh. have in common? Steve. They are all border states due that's to the right. radical, reckless, and incompetent Amen. Right. All
0: border states. Every state's a border state. <laughs> Mike Lindell, how are you going to, you said the other day, you're going to take the machines and melt them down and turn them into, uh, turn prison, them into bars. prison bars. <laughs> how are you, and give people, you got a minute here, about 90 seconds. How are you going to do that? Everybody in this audience wants paper ballots, right. game day vote. They don't want any more machines, no mail-in ballots.
1: How is Mike Lindell going to do that? We've been working on this for two years from counties up. There's counties out out there that are absolutely doing this now. They don't want their names out there because why, they get attacked by the media. And uh, so we're going from the ground up and from the top down. Like I say, we have over 50 lawsuits going on and those aren't the lawsuits where I've been sued for billions of dollars. There is, no, there is that too. I mean, for me, I have to win, right? <laughs> and, uh, but it's not about that. Remember, I asked them to sue me because this, I, I love my country and we cannot become Venezuela. Um, look at Brazil right now. Over 50 countries have been taken with the machines. And Brazil, they're down there. They had 25 million votes taken from Bolsonaro. And they have people, they know if they don't get their country back now, they're never going to get it back. We've skipped over communism to so, or so, socialism to communism. And I really believe we will get rid of each and every one of these machines, and we will have the fairest elections in the world. Did P- President Bolsonaro, did he win in Brazil? Yes. Any down your mind? Yes,
0: he did. 100%, right. Look, I want to thank each and every one of you. We're going to be back here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Or excuse me, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock <laughs> Eastern. Okay, 8 o'clock. Want everybody? We're, we'll work at this time of security that you can get in. This, this morning we had to have people sneak in, but hey, it's the war room, right? I want to thank everybody for coming. This is a very special event, and what we're going to do is get focused. Remember, 2023 is the year of populism. It's the year of you. Okay. right now, the reason they're stealing these elections, the reason they don't want Kerry Lake, Donald Trump, Mike Lindell, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, anybody. It's not about us. It's about you. They fear you. They fear the righteous indignation of a citizenry that's had a belly full of it and is going to step up and save its country. That's what this is about. This whole thing is about 2023 and it's about you folks. I'm honored that you guys came
1: here. Let's give yourselves a round of applause. And I want to say, courage is contagious, and you're all courageous. All oh, right, God that's exactly you. right. Oh. Okay, and Natalie, thank you so much for doing this, and
0: thank I'm you. glad I'm glad you got the emotional support dog. I'm <laughs> gonna
8: need it. By the way, the
0: best young investigative reporter in the thank country, you. our
8: own Natalie Winters.
1: Okay, we'll and see you. And hear here for the best host in history, Steve Bannon. Thank you
0: guys tomorrow morning 10 o'clock eastern time we're going to be live from anfest with the entire posse we'll see you then years have proven that we need to be prepared we constantly see government overreach attacks on our communication and energy grid worldwide conflict natural disasters and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy having reliable communications is essential but don't get caught without reliable communication and i'm here to tell you your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer. When you go to sat com slash Bannon, that is s a t S-A-T, one two three. Dot com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's sat 123com sat 123com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.